Hello, Pilates lovers. Welcome to All Things Pilates. I'm Darian Gold. And grab the front of the chair right into your tendon stretch. And you twist. Bring the pedal up slowly. Today's episode is with Pilates instructor and studio owner, Reiner Greutenhaus. Reiner's studio is just 30 minutes away from Mönchengladbach, Germany the birthplace of Joseph Pilates. What must that be like to work so near to the man who revolutionized fitness? In this interview, Reiner talks about his path to Pilates and also what's happening there in the Pilates world. Because this interview was aired six months ago, I wanted to update you about Reiner's latest endeavor. As with most everyone, the 2020 pandemic has affected much of our lives. So while in lockdown, Reiner completed a book he started in 2017. It's a biography about Carola Trier, one of Mr. Pilates' students and the only person to get his blessing when she opened her own studio. Reiner's book titled Carola Trier, The First Woman Ever to Open a Pilates Studio, tells of Carola's life from her birth, to her dance and performing career, to her decades of mentoring and passing on the Pilates teachings, as well as her own. Towards the back of the book, there are fantastic archival photos of Carola practicing Joe's exercises on the bench mat. For those interested in learning more about one of the Pilates elders, this book is a must-read. Sold on Amazon, Reiner's book is a wonderful addition to your Pilates library. Now calling in from Tunisburst, Germany, is Reiner Greutenhaus. Please say your last <laughs> name again. Greutenhaus. <laughs> hi, Darren. How are you? Oh, hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you so much for joining us on our first All Things Pilates of 2020. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure and honor. Reiner, you participated in a lot of different sports growing up, but each one yeah. caused you some physical pain, and you needed to find some way not to feel that pain anymore. And you, you researched and found autogenic training. Will you please explain what it is and how it actually helped you? It was developed uh, by a German psychiatrist, uh, Johannes Heinrich Schulz. I don't know whether it's so well known outside of Germany. And it's a kind of a visualization technique. You try to relax and you concentrate on your body parts. And, uh, for example, you try to perceive how heavy and warm your hand is or your arm or your shoulder. And by that, you relax constantly the body more and more and that helped me a lot in uh, finding a different pathway to my inner perception so it wasn't um, so much fitness driven or uh, driven to success but more on my own perception my own well-being and you continue with this training today um not, not as, as autogenic training, but what I do is that uh, when I start my Pilates classes, I always use breath and self-perception as a way to allow people to leave their stress behind in the beginning. 
and I usually uh, start with, um, with a soft voice and the breathing and uh, being aware of how your body feels in the moment, which is kind of what you do in autogenic training. And then I, I, I ease myself in with some uh, gentle movements, so, so typically gentle movements at the beginning, and then I start to go more traditional. Did you just say Eve Gentry? Yes, absolutely. Eve Gentry, yeah. So uh, she, as she learned from Joseph and after uh, later on when she became more and more a healer, she, she did this Gentry work, how she called it, and she uh, found, let's say, very simple, easy movements to help her clients who cannot, like Cathy Grant, do the 100 right away. So, and usually with my, um, let's say, not so advanced students, that's a good way to start a class, to, to prepare the body a little bit, especially in the morning classes. Then I start to continue then with more traditional work. When and if they're ready. Exactly. Right. When you were learning the Pilates method, yeah. were you already imagining opening your own studio? And did you purposely open a studio near where Mr. Pilates grew up? Uh, so the short answer is clearly no. <laughs> no. Um, so, you know, the, the long answer has to do something with what you said about me studying uh, uh, Kung Fu and uh, especially the Shaolin Lin art of Wang Chun. So I, I taught Kung Fu for eight years approximately. I had a Kung Fu school for two years. Uh, but because I moved uh, uh, towns and uh, were some driving hours away from my Kung Fu teacher, and my new job did, uh, was like from 8 a.m. in the morning until 10 p.m. in the evening, I, I did stop training Kung Fu. So that's always a bad thing, to, to stop a, a path you're on. And I saw my friends uh, who trained with me all became half a year later to become masters. So when I started Pilates, I, not with a DVD, but when I had a proper teacher, I found that I, I really wanted to, to learn it properly and fully, so to speak to master it. And in my opinion, the only way to really learn it was not to be, stay as a client only, but to do a full studio education. But I did this solely for me, so not with the idea to open a studio at all. Only when I then actually was teaching uh, to get my two hours, uh, 200 hours uh, teaching for my certification, I re-realized how much I loved the teaching, so how much I had missed it over the years. And that was then the point where I gave up my career as a vice president in an energy company. So They must have thought you were crazy. I, I think so, yeah. But I, I, uh, I heard later from a lot of people that they envied me a lot because this company got crazy afterwards a lot. So and people actually, uh, yeah, they envied me a little bit for this step. And, you know, I had to drive every morning 25 kilometers, so between uh, half an hour and 45 minutes every morning. Now, when I was looking for rooms. Actually, I didn't look for rooms to open a studio. I looked for rooms to get all my Pilates stuff out of our uh, home because our house was filled with reformer and wonder chair and leather barrel and, and so much stuff was there. And, and uh, we were looking for affordable small rooms 
not too far away from my home, where I could host, let's say, two classes a week at the beginning, just to, to get in the rent. But then, that was November 2011, and then uh, in, in uh, March 2012, I just opened uh, the studio because I, I felt like I had to do this. And over the time, we have then rented more and more space in the same house. So that was really very, very fortunate to have the possibility to actually grow inside the same house. So we are in the same place now for almost eight years. But I kind of had not in mind that it was close to Joseph Pilates. I always loved the idea to being close to him, but it was not the idea of purposely um, opening a studio nearby him. So it was more having it close to my home. So at the moment... When I walk to my studio, it's, it's a two-minute walk, so it's 250 meters. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? So, yeah, very nice. Yeah. Let's and, talk about the Pilates Heritage Congress, because, well, first, what is it and why was it created? A colleague of mine, which lives close by Meerbusch, uh, Claudia Holtmann, she had not the opportunity to, to leave Germany because of her kids. So she called when she found out Lolita was doing a mentor program, Lolita San Miguel. Uh, she, she asked Lolita if she would be ready to come over to Germany. And uh, when Lolita heard that she was uh, also close by to Joseph's birthplace, she said, I will come over and do the mentor program with you, but you have to help me set up a celebration at his birthplace. And when, she, when Lolita then actually was there in the town and she spoke with the taxi driver and the people on the street, she found out that people didn't know about Joseph at all. So they, they had really forgotten about him. And Lolita then wanted to change that. And one of the big events, and that was the first time I came in contact with her, was in 2011, there was a plaque then placed honoring Joseph Pilatus at the site of his birth, the right side of his birthplace. And in 2012, uh, Lolita uh, asked me then to, for the next conference uh, to help her together with Claudia. Uh, and she invited me moderating uh, the roundtable, which is always held there at the Pilates Heritage Church Congress. In, in and German then, and English? No, no, only in English. Only oh. English. It's, a, it's a pure international conference. So uh, last time that was may 2019 we had 45 countries attending so to my knowledge that's i think it's even world record at the moment so it's like 250 people only it's a very small conference but very international and the german are always a minority at this conference so it's a pure international conference to the 2016, Lolita asked Nankathy Cory to, to step in as president of the board and director of the International Heritage Congress. So that's a bit of the history of the Congress. And since then, Cathy uh, has done a lot to establish it, really. So it has really grown under this. So it's wonderful to see how successful and well-known it has become now. That's what I was going to ask you, is the townspeople... Okay now yes. know who he is and what he contributed yeah. to all of us. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's so different. It's so different. I mean, the, the attendees really report uh, that when they speak with town people, they really, people got it now. So in Mönchengladbach, for sure, people have understood that Joseph Pilates uh, was born there. And I have to unfortunately admit that it's not true for Germany in total. 
So there was a TV show, and they asked uh, at the TV show if Pilates is a town in India or a, a German person and something, a third, uh, opportunity, uh, third thing. And actually, um, of 100 people asked, I think 70 or so voted was a town, a town in India. So <laughs> there's a, lo- a long way to go in Germany still that they understand that Joseph was a German originally although he was then successful later in the U.S., but, I mean, he was already over 40 when he moved, right? Oh, he was over yeah. 40. Yes, over 40, absolutely, yeah. But he was away in, in the U.K., in between, and he did so many different things here in Germany, opening a boxing school in Gelsenkirchen, which is also all in the same area. So people now know it in Mönchengladbach. So you can say Lolita and, and Kathy Corey were really successful in the aim to get the town to know that it's one of theirs. Now, what about the mayor or the city council people? Have mm. they been involved? You know, Claudia uh, Holtmann, which I mentioned already, she always made sure that, that one of the um, town officials came to our meeting at the plaque. So a part of the conference is always that we uh, go to his birthplace. That's a one-hour, two-hour event. And we celebrate there. And uh, typically Lolita and Kathy are giving a little speech there. And there was always city officials. But it's since Kathy Corey has taken over that whenever she is in Europe, and especially also in Germany, she, she then meets with the, with the mayor of Mönchengladbach, who is Michael Schröven. And for the last years, then, uh, she invited me and Claudia always over to these meetings uh, to join her. And also there is another city council member, Christoph Domen, and they have become more and more all involved which led at the end, because Kathy was always advocating that the city would need to name a place or a street after Joseph, right? Because that would finally give him the, I think that that's the final cornerstone, yeah, to, to, to really uh, recognize him. And after long talks, I can say that the administration of the city of Mönchengladbach has now officially approved the renaming of uh, an area near his birthplace. That's fantastic. So there will be a kind of Joseph Pilates Square. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I am really, really looking forward to, to that event. So I guess we will do it together with the next conference in 2021. 20, 2021. Maybe even some of his apparatus for people to try outside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. The conference is very close by so to his uh, birthplace. So it's like a five-minute walk. We try to, to really uh, get the people uh, of Mönchengladbach, so the inhabitants, to get Experience. more and more involved. So there are a lot of ideas of what we want to uh, do there. Let me ask you, the mayor, Michael, he is now your student. Actually, it was Christoph Domen and his wonderful wife, Angela, so one of the city council members, who became students first. So right after the last conference, they signed up in my studio. And for them, it's half an hour drive from Mönchengladbach to my studio. Still, they're coming. But Michael uh, um, told Kathy that he had back pain problems and they were not going away. So he had tried uh, several things. And then uh, she recommended him to, to, to go to either Claudia or, or me 
So he, he came to my studio, and we have done privates now, and uh, he's done he's doing wonderful. And I think they, they all start to see now how powerful our Pilates method is for their bodies. So they become all more advocates of the method now. And that's very good to have really the, the town uh, council, the town officials to be not only on an intellectual level involved in what we do, but to really feel it in their own bodies, what it can do and help them elevate their pain, right? Is the back pain gone? Um, it, it, is, it is not, it's not a back pain anymore, but he tells me that he feels like a muscle soreness. So it's not, I mean, we had now 12 sessions. Right away after session two or three, uh, he said he, he doesn't have that pain, that constant pain, which was nagging him all the time. But he still feels his back. So I guess we have to work a bit more on getting him into the powerhouse. I mean, you know, he's, he's quite sportive. So he played a lot of tennis and he, he has a lot of muscles, but it's all coming from the outside. So bringing him more to the inside and uh, um, allowing him to, to move his spine more freely and to engage his core yeah, in and up, that's kind of still something we are working onward. And he knows it's a lifelong practice, so there's no hurry. He just keeps learning from you. <laughs> I, I, I think he starts to understand. I mean, he, I think at the, the beginning it was like, so I do my 10 hours and then I'm fine again. Um, but uh, we are now actually um, talking about how we could program twice a week uh, uh, over the, let's say, on going onwards in 2020. Yes, I think he, he understands it more and more that it's not just it's not in fix. It's not you. You don't fix people with Pilates. They have to fix themselves over time. Right. Absolutely. Yes. In your workouts with him, has the idea of bringing the Pilates method to schools, has that conversation come up at all? Uh, yes, and I, I, again, I have to say also Christoph uh, uh, Domen, who was very instrumental also for the naming of the place, they both think that it's important to, to bring it more to the school. And we had a first step in 2019, because then uh, um, the school, which is right beside uh, uh, to the venue we were in, they, they, were, they opened their doors for us. So we were allowed to use their gymnasium during the conference. And what happened was that school kids side by side with these international teachers from around the world were doing their workout, uh, for example, under the, with Brett Howard, who uh, then gave classes, met classes, for example, in the gymnasium. And uh, that was very, very successful. And what we are looking into is bringing it more on a, on a broader base, so with more schools of Mönchengladbach involved for the next conference. And also there are council members who want to help us to uh, teach uh, um, the teachers, to train the teachers in Pilates so they can involve it more in their sport uh, activities. That's mm -hmm. a great idea. Mm, yeah, and Joseph would have loved it, right? So, he, oh my gosh, he was so adamant. Definitely, Teach, uh, kid first, I think the children That's what said, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Will you explain the German Pilates Association? What What is that? 
the the role model for it was the the old PMA. So, the German Pilot Association was founded in 2006, and the main goal of the association was to increase the quality of Pilates teacher training. So you all know that the name is not protected. So in Germany, I think like everywhere else, anyone can call themselves a Pilates trainer and even can run a Pilates studio with or without any training. What the German Pilates Association tries to do is to create more awareness for the method itself, but also about that there needs to be good teacher training uh, first to avoid the risk of injury. I think that that is what is what it is. So we we try to help people in Germany to understand better that Pilates is a method you really have to learn, let's say, in the process and not by an online course. Then does the association recommend different certification programs that are in the area, yes. such as BASI and others? Yes. What they are doing is if you have a certification program, you need to send them in all your material and all your credentials as a teacher, and you have to have at least five years of teaching, et cetera, et cetera. And then they will look at uh, all the material, uh, may ask questions, and um, after looking all these through, they will either allow you as a teaching institute in or not. And at the moment in Germany, we have approximately 20 institutes which are certified by the German Pilates Association, which means that when somebody is doing his teacher uh, uh, program with them, with those schools like BASI or my own, they then can immediately become a member of the German Pilates Association. If you have done, let's say, uh, an online course somewhere and you want to become a member, uh, as a teacher, that is not possible. So they are rejected. Mm-hmm. And they also have to, all teachers who are members of the association have to show that they take uh, uh, workshops and, and programs for themselves. Excellent. The year. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's a good thing, actually. I mean, it's, it's a, and, and to be honest, it's quite, so I think last year we excluded again 200 members Uh, because they didn't show that they uh, have done their educations. I like that. Quality control. Mm. Quality control. Absolutely. That's it. That's what what the German Pilates Association is about. Right. Reiner, we are almost out of time, and I wanted to acknowledge your great efforts on the Pilates Contrology Forum on Facebook that you started in 2011. Can you just uh, speak quickly <laughs> about it? Sure, sure, sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, what should I say? I mean, I'm, I'm, the, the point is that at the beginning, there were already groups, but these groups were full of spam and unmoderated. So when I, I started my old group because of that, all the reason was I wanted a safe place where I could ask questions. That was at the time I was doing my own education program, right? So 2011. And since then, I mean, I had the luck of, of people like Patricia, Matthew Walter, Kevin Bowen, Claudia Adriani, and other people joining me as moderators. And it has grown extensively. And, I mean, the, we have now a marketplace, too. Don't know whether you've heard about it. But, yes. Uh, we, we have just been awarded from the Pilate as the favorite Facebook forum of the year yes. uh, for 2019. 
And it's, it's a great thing. But, you know, we do this all in our free time. None of us are uh, profiting from these moderation work we do there every day at all. So it's just a, a, a service for our Pilates community. That's what we do. But today we have so much good alternatives too, right? Sunny Almond's Going More Joe or the Contemporary Pilates Haven. So I think it, the situation has changed a little bit. I see that the marketplace is used a lot. And the Contrology Forum is used a lot for asking for Advice. a recommendation yes. for people where they can go when they are going on vacation. So it's less less uh, wars, <laughs> which is nice. So not so much drama any longer. Reiner, you're yes. co- you're coming back, right? Please come back. We have so much more Absolutely. to talk about. Thank <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so thank you so much for your time. If anyone wants to learn more about your training program that you'll talk about next time, how do they reach you? I think the, the, the easiest way would be just to type in my name at Facebook and send me drop me a message. I think that that's the easiest. And what is that? Way. What is that? So Reiner R- R- Gutenholz uh, at, at Facebook. So it would be easy. Or you just type in pilates-powers.de and uh, that's another opportunity to get in contact with me. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you so okay. much. Okay, all right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it inspired you. In order that you don't miss any of the great conversations, please subscribe as it will also help others find the show. All Things Pilates is produced and hosted by me, Darian Gold. It originates as a live radio show on KPCA in Petaluma, California. Podcast production is provided by Audio Ephemera. Hey there, I'm Andy, the audio engineer for All Things Pilates. And as cliche as it sounds, I'm also a client. My Pilates practice has strengthened my core and more importantly, given me a new awareness of my body and its abilities. Darian's approach is challenging but fun, and I always leave my sessions feeling energized. But don't just take my word for it. I recently visited one of Darian's classes, and here's what some other students had to say. My name is Suzanne. I've been taking Pilates with Darian since November. It's giving me more connection with the subtle movements of my body. I think she's an excellent teacher because I like the fact that she pays attention to everybody's positioning while they're working, as well as giving little tips that make sense to them. When you're in a class, it's so easy to get lost in the group. Uh, My name's Kate, and I've been working with Darian for about six years. I started with her on mat classes, and then I moved to uh, working with her in her home studio, both in duets and privates on the reformer and the one to chair and the other equipment. To do it well takes uh, dedication to continuing over and over. Subscribe to the podcast for more great interviews and check out dariangold.com for her class schedule and other resources. Until next time, root your feet to the earth.